What is up, everybody? Trying something very, very different. Let me see. Is this fucker recording? It doesn't look like it's... It is recording. You can hear my voice. All right. So, uh, going to try something a little bit different. Obviously, we've done what's in the inbox numerous times, but I'm fucking bored. So, I figured, you know what? Let's try a new idea. I posted on Facebook and on Twitter a little thing that says, going to try something different. A podcast speed round. Fire off any question, advice, request, etc. for the next 10 minutes, ending at 6 p.m. Right now, it's 5.55, so about four minutes ago, I posted this. And I'll answer them on a podcast episode right now but wait there's more if it's something private or you don't want a name involved just message me try to refrain from the typical movie questions please god i don't want to discuss if freddie could defeat pennywise go so right now on facebook i've got a couple of them so we'll just start firing them off you know if this is something fun uh i might do this again but it seemed like it'd be a cool idea ashley grady says random but favorite vacation you have ever taken and number one place you want to visit favorite vacation that i've taken was probably when i was 23 i think i was 23 um my parents had gotten together with my dad's cousin and his wife and they went together and bought or not bought they um rented a houseboat up in was it kentucky or tennessee somewhere up there but yeah we all got into a houseboat and we stayed on a houseboat for about a week uh it was pretty awesome it was like three or four days uh first of all just a houseboat in general was pretty sweet i mean it's literally a house so i mean you have a living room you got a tv you got bedrooms uh you sleep really well like i remember i always loved water beds and it's kind of that same effect and then on the top deck you can go up there and hang out and grill and sun and tan or you can just jump the fuck off into the water like I did but that was a really cool vacation um it was cool for many reasons you know I I had just recently had lost a lot of weight and I was in really good shape and um so it was kind of the first time that I really got to enjoy swimming and and tanning and doing all that shit where I was actually confident in myself so it was kind of a different experience. I uh, got to see my brother. He came down and then went with us. So I, anytime I got to see him, that was always fun. Uh, and then just, you know, living out on the water for a week or so. That was, that was just a lot of fun. Uh, number one place that you want to visit. I'm not really much of a traveler. I don't really have traveling dreams. Um, somewhere in Mexico would be cool. You know, have some authentic Mexican food like Cancun and something like that uh, would be pretty awesome. Uh, I'd also like to check out somewhere up in the mountains. Like I don't necessarily like like being cold, but, but there's a certain beauty to the snow-covered mountains that I've always liked. Um, so either one of those. Uh, David Daughtry, it's been announced today Venom 2 has been pushed back to October 15th. Do you think that this could damage Halloween kills at the box office? Uh, one of those are going to move. There's no fucking way they're both going to go head to head. That would be stupid. I mean, especially in today's world where movies are barely making money as it is. One of those movies is going to move. Uh, and my money is on Venom 2. I think that Halloween Kills has held the same date for so long. It wouldn't make any sense for them to, to move. Um, and I would I would um, argue possibly that uh, Halloween Kills would come away with more money. But I could be wrong. I don't know. That would be that would be tough. But yeah, one of those movies is going to move. If they don't, then yeah, it's definitely going to hurt at the box office because people are getting selective. Uh, they're only going to go see one. 
Alright, some neat. If you and Sean Chandler were to box, who would win? Some neat, why do you always ask this question? <laughs> you always ask, if you and this person fight, who would get their ass kicked? I, I don't know, dude. Sean's in great shape. I have no idea. I don't think either one of us are, are overly skilled in, in hand-to-hand combat. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Matt Larch, uh, what are your thoughts on Guns N' Roses 2021 new material or retire? Uh, I hate Guns N' Roses, so they can retire and go away. Um, I mean, look. Appetite for Destruction, it's a classic but it's overplayed as fuck. So I'm not a big fan of it because you just hear those songs over and over and over again. I can't stand Axl Rose. I think he's the biggest bitch in rock and roll. Uh, and I don't think that um, Slash, I mean, aside from the paycheck, is really doing himself any favors to hang around with the fucking guy anymore. I think that he does much better music by himself. He needs to go off and go back and do some more music with Miles Kennedy. They just released that song... Um, Whatever the fuck it's called. I don't know. They have a new song that just came out like less than a week ago and it's horrible. So no, they're, they're, they're irrelevant. Guns N' Roses is irrelevant. Knuckles casting. Uh, it's not really a question. Uh, Idris Elba. Yeah, cool. Remastering. Matt. I said questions, not just firing off subjects. Remaster of GTA 3, 4, and San Andreas. So this has been rumored for a while that Rockstar Games was going to do like a, a HD remake um, from the ground up of their original, their, the PlayStation 2 era of Grand Theft Auto games. It sounded more and more likely because every single time I get on to Twitter or Instagram, like somebody's posting about it saying, oh, there's more whispers, there's more whispers. We'll see. I mean... Um, I would love to play Vice City again. I don't really care about playing GTA 3 or San Andreas, but uh, we'll see. Anthony Ruiz, what got you into creating a YouTube channel? Sorry if you've answered this before. I probably have, but no, I, I was doing construction and I was doing a lot of driving, so I started to really get into podcasts. And um, I found myself that every single time that I was listening to a podcast when they're talking about movies or entertainment or something, I was always yelling at myself or yelling at the radio. Like I just wanted to join in the conversation. Like, that's bullshit. No, that's not the answer. And then it just made me want to do my own podcast. So I started a podcast uh, summer 2016, did it for a couple of months and kind of grew out of it really quickly. Started doing YouTube instead. Uh, and the rest is history, basically. All right, let me jump over to Twitter now and see what Twitter's got. So Facebook's on pause. Uh, slasher posting. How soon will we see the Dexter 4 review? Also, happy early Friday the 13th. I'm trying my best to get it done by this weekend. I know I keep saying it's coming, but then fucking work and everything else gets in the way. Uh, and then this weekend, there's two new releases as well. So we've got uh, Don't Breathe 2, which I'm going to see tomorrow. And then we have um, Free Guy. So I plan on reviewing both of those, so it's going to be tight. But yeah, I'm planning on getting it this weekend, depending on when the fuck you hear this. I don't know if I edit it tonight or not. Uh, Alex Alexander, how far have you gotten on the Hellraiser franchise? Uh, I'm on the third one right now. I did the first two as like a back-to-back thing, did the videos, and I haven't had time to sit and watch anything since. Uh, I went on vacation, and ever since then, my family's around. They're not going to want to watch a Hellraiser movie. So yeah, I'm on number two, or number three. The Majestic Dead. What's something that brings you unexplainable comfort? Um, cooking and watching cooking shows. Um, it's not like euphoric or anything like that, but it does bring me a certain level of comfort that if you're not into cooking, 
um, you won't really understand. So I guess that's a good answer for that question. Dale Strunk, I've heard you talk about a woman your dad used to date. Oh, shit. Talking about that bitch. That you've described as a red-headed she-devil. What were some of the things she did that were so bad? Um, so it was this woman that worked with my dad. Her name was Kimberly. Uh, and he started dating her. And it was like one of the... My dad was very good about, you know, all the years that my mom was not around. I mean, my mom kind of came and went, but for all of the time that my mom was not around, my dad was very good about never bringing women around me. Uh, and I think it was because, you know, he, he obviously he was young, single dad, so he was probably off having fun. But at the same time, he didn't want me getting attached to somebody as like, oh, is this the new mom? Uh, and then, you know, then they break up. So he was always good. I mean, for fuck the first 14 years of my life i only remember three girlfriends that my dad ever had and i know there was a fuckload more than three so um one of them was this lady kimberly and i was about 12 11 12 whenever she kind of came into the picture she had two daughters one was my age one was like two three years younger and the problem was she was so overbearing and just so needy of constant attention that we had to be over there at her house or she had to be over there at our house and we had to do everything together all the fucking time. And for somebody that grew up having a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with my dad, that shit annoyed the fuck out of me. So that was a big part of it. Second part of it was that, I mean, she, she couldn't cook very well and so then that causes a lot of problems for me because as a kid i damn near had like a phobia of eating other people's food i don't know what it was like if you weren't my grandma or my dad or a restaurant i was like afraid to eat your food um i, I don't know what it was like certain things like burgers or whatever that never bothered me but if you were trying to you know make some kind of a stew or something where i couldn't immediately look at it and decipher what was in it i would just i i would never i wouldn't be able to eat it i mean you could beat my ass you could threaten me you could do whatever and i would not be able to eat it so that was always a bitch because if we're around at her house all the fucking time and I'm sitting there starving my ass off and <laughs> she's the only fucking cook available, it was always a pain in the ass for that. Um, and because she was so overbearing and because she was so needy of attention, she was always causing arguments and always causing issues with my dad to where... You know, because I was vocal. I, I was always a vocal kid. You know, I mean, I, I was respectful and, and I knew my boundaries, but I was not I had no qualms whatsoever with saying, hey, this is fucked up. So I got tired of going over there all the time and I got tired of them being around all the time. And I would just bitch and it, just, it would always cause problems between me and my dad. And there was even times where I mean, they would she would just get into arguments with him over nothing. And it was just like, fuck this bitch. Can we leave? Like there was literally one time where. Um, I think it was food related, actually. Like, I was hungry. I didn't want her food. I didn't want to be there. I was just angry and irritated, and I wanted to go home. And so, you know, it, it was like fucking 8 o'clock at night, something like that. And my dad's like, all right, well, I'm going to take him home. Let him get something to eat. And then she was like, well, don't come back. And it was, I remember them getting into a fight over that, and it was just like, oh, anytime he wanted to do anything, she had to be there. I remember they got into an argument one time because he got off early from work. My dad never had alone time. Let me say that very clearly. Never had alone time. There was always either her or us 
four kids around, and two of them were infants that needed his attention constantly. So one day he gets off of work early, and he does what any man in that situation would do. He goes home, showers, gets out of his work clothes, and then just sits down and unwinds and just goes, ah, peace and quiet. She found out, I don't know if she found out or she just came to the door or something. She found out that he was just hanging out by himself and didn't go to spend time with her. And she flipped out about that. So I don't know. She was just a psychotic bitch. Um, and I, I'm glad I'm, oh, I'm so fucking glad that my dad did not have like a, a long, long lasting relationship with her. It only lasted about a year. Uh, and then not too long after he broke up with her, he met, um, the woman that eventually became my, uh, my stepmom who's been with them for 14 years. So, uh, or 14 might be 15 years now. Either way, 15, 16 years, somewhere in there, 17, <laughs> a long fucking time. But, uh, yeah, so she was just, ugh, that, that was a woman that made me afraid as a kid. Like, what are women like? Like, is this really, is it this much of a pain in the ass? Because fuck it, I'll just beat off. <laughs> I'm not dealing with this. Oh, man. All right. Let's see. Let's refresh. See where we're at. Holy fuck. We've got more. Um, all right. And the wife is calling. Hang on. Let me, let me message her back. And yes, I'm going to keep this in because, all right, I'm done. Let's see here. Scroll back to the top from Matt. You're laying down in your bed. All right. What the fuck? Where is this heading? You are about to fall asleep. What the fuck? You hear your closet door creak open slowly, and you hear a voice come from your closet. Hello, Cody. Who would you prefer to be, Freddy or Chucky? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> um, neither, <laughs> unless they're going to come hang out. Uh, okay, well, I guess what you're asking is which one would I rather take on? Uh, I would rather take on Chucky. I've said this before. Freddy's the most powerful of all the horror icons. I don't care what anybody says. The fucking guy can come and shoot your dreams. You can't run from him. You can't get away from him. So if he's there, I'm fucked. Uh, unless I just pretend that I'm not afraid of him, which I would be pissing my pants at that point. Uh, but no, Chucky. <laughs> I guess. All right. Um, Matt Ragonese. What franchise are you most looking to f forward to review and which are you most dreading to cover? Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to get into the exorcist movies just because it's been so long since I've seen them that I'm genuinely interested on, on which ones I end up liking. The ones that I'm dreading to cover is the one that I'm doing right now, which is Hellraiser. Cause I know most of them are going to be terrible. All right. What do you think drives Michael Myers to kill from a just simply titled a, I, I don't, I, what do you think drives him? Evil evil when is pitch wars coming back uh by the end of the year we we've been trying to do it like ever since march we've been trying to do it but i've been incredibly busy and durbin's been incredibly busy his uh he's been covering a tv show called the chosen which is like a, a faith-based show and it's really taken off for him to where he's actually gotten a job to to cover like behind the scenes stuff on the show which is pretty awesome so yeah we've both been just incredibly busy and haven't got a chance to do it but uh, we, we even talked just a couple days ago when we were doing our state of the dceu and uh we're gonna try to make it happen by the end of the year but uh yeah don't hold your breath for it but it's definitely coming 
Paul Barkley, are you a fan of the brand, the band Ice Nine Kills, horror and metal together in an awesome package? I've never heard of them, uh, or I'm sorry, I've never heard them, but I've been hearing about them a lot lately because I guess they dropped a Chucky song, so everybody's been tagging me, but I haven't listened to it yet. Um, I don't know if it's my thing or not. I'm very picky with music. The Majestic Dead, what's something that brings you... Oh, I already did that one. Shit. Uh, Expert Fusion, if we're to get another Nightmare on Elm Street film, would you prefer it was a complete reboot or something continuing from an existing Nightmare story? The second one, um, because they already tried to do a remake. If you do it again, it's just going to be... I mean, how do you start the franchise again without doing the story of the first movie again? So I think they'd be smart to just pick somewhere in the timeline, preferably after Dream Warriors, and, and just continue from there. All right, bouncing back over to Facebook. Let's see what we got. Oh, fucking hell. The shit moved away. Where's my post? Nine comments. Okay. Let's see where we're at here. Open up, bitch. All right. Oh, only got one more. Abbott Skelding, my good buddy from elementary school. A little late, but how do you balance your day job, family life, and your YouTube channel, other creative projects? Any tips? Having an enormously large penis helps. Just kidding. Uh, No, it's... Okay, how do you balance your day job, family life, and other YouTube channel, other creative projects? You just do it. I mean, it's it's, it's that... As cliche and as unhelpful as that is. Um, I mean... My day job is basically on fucking, um, is on, uh, autopilot. So when I get home, I mean, I'm always tired every single day. It doesn't matter how much sleep I get. I'm always exhausted because waking up at four in the morning, I don't give a shit how much sleep you get. I am not a morning person and it fucks me up every single day that I have work. So I always come home tired, but the key is just not sitting down and not resting. Uh, you know, get in the shower. I come in, I record, I do, you know, stream something or I just keep going. Uh, inertia, basically. Just don't sit down. Don't chill out. You know, don't put it on the back burner like, all right, I'm going to relax for a while, but I'll do that in a couple hours because more times than not, that couple hours turns into four or five hours or it turns into the next day or the next week. So that's the biggest thing is just keep moving. Like when you wake up that day, say, I'm doing this today, I'm doing this today, I'm doing this today, and then fucking do it. Um, beyond that, uh, it's just a way of finding a, a way that makes sense. Like, um, for example, like the, what I do with the YouTube channel. So most times Fridays are the best day for me to record because, uh, well now, especially because my kids are back in school, so nobody's home. But beyond that, you have, uh, or I'm sorry, I have the whole day to get whatever work I need to get done. Uh, I didn't go to work that day. Most of the time, sometimes I have overtime, but most of the time I didn't go to work that day. So I can wake up and literally just work at any point in that day. And then when the weekend comes, I've already got the recording done. And then when I go back to work, so usually I'll try to get two, three videos recorded and then I can just edit them whenever I have time versus a lot of times what I have to do if I don't have time on Friday or if I have to do something else is I go to work, I come home, I record something, I sit down, I immediately edit that video and then I post it and then I go and I make dinner and then it's like eight o'clock at night. (laughs) And then, you know, by the time I eat, put everything away, try to relax, it's like 930. And then if I go to sleep right that second, I'm looking at like six hours of sleep. So yeah, you just do it. You just keep moving. Just keep moving. Um, 
Let me see. I'm going to hit the refresh and see if that's the last question, which it probably is since it's already 6.15. And unless people don't follow the rules, they should be stopping with the questions. Okay, so there's that. So Facebook is done. Now, let's see. Um, go back over and refresh Twitter really quick. PJ Stackpole, Rosemary's Baby, or Omen Reviews. Bring them on. Um... I don't know if you're asking which one would I rather do or you're just giving a suggestion, uh, but you'll definitely see Omen reviews before you see Rosemary's Baby. I've never even seen that film. I don't necessarily have interest to watch it. Um, I think that might be it. Let me see. Show more replies. That is it. Okay. So, well, fuck it. Um, we're only... 20 minutes in so let me move from here and i'll just start uh let me go to like bloody disgusting and we'll talk about some some current news see if we got anything here all right okay so sony delayed venom we already kind of covered that in the the one of the questions but yeah so sony delayed it pushed it right next to halloween kills dicks oh man that's going to cause some drama if those two movies play against each other and if halloween moves and gets delayed outside of october oh halloween fans are going to be fucking pissed fide alvarez still says never say never to a future evil dead sequel so uh he's quoted saying there's definitely a chance of a sequel problem is we have to stop saying that there's a chance because then there's a headline the next day like this one um we always discuss that there's some new discussion very early on about a sequel we haven't gotten to write it we never wrote a script but we knew where it was going to go and at that point for some reason it didn't happen i am very confused why we didn't get an evil dead sequel because it was successful critically it was successful with the fans and i think it made some decent money fide alvarez overall just kind of confuses me with his projects because he doesn't do a evil dead sequel then he does um don't breathe and don't breathe kicks ass and then he doesn't do the sequel to that either he lets somebody else do it um and it's just like what, what are you doing dude you made a huge splash of two movies like where where's your next film like what are you doing where what, what, what's what are we waiting on he's even producing that texas chainsaw movie and he's just a producer and i'm like what a, okay maybe you want to do it all you want to write a little bit let somebody else direct it you want to produce it let somebody else direct it but i want to see you direct some more but yeah, we got Evil Dead Rise coming, um, but no sequel to the Evil Dead remake anytime soon. David Bruckner says that his Hellraiser movie is something of a small reimagining. Uh, he's quoted as saying, All I'll say is that we're aiming to be as true as we can to the original material. Heard that before. Uh, the Hellbound Heart is also a primary source of inspiration as well as the original film, but then it's something of a small reimagining. I don't quite understand what that means. We're going to stay true to the original, but it's also reimagining. It's typically not both. It's usually one or the other. Um, I like reimagining more than just sticking true to the original, though, because we already have that one. Let's see. Also a Hellraiser television series and works at HBO Max. So the movie that he's talking about is going to go to Hulu, but they're doing a television series that's going to HBO Max. I don't quite know how that works. Uh, with rights and everything like that because Hulu is not owned by the company that owns HBO Max that I know of. Um, David Gordon Green directing the pilot and several more initial episodes. Why the fuck is this guy getting the keys to every horror franchise? I mean, Jesus Christ. He's doing Halloween. 
he just got handed Exorcist. He's like doing a new Exorcist trilogy once he gets done with Halloween. And now he's fucking taking on Hellraiser. Like, spread the wealth, bitch. Let's go. I don't know. Maybe I'll see Halloween Kills and I'm like, fuck yeah, give him more. All right. Let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. <clears throat> oh, here's something that I haven't talked about yet. So there is. Oh, wait. Nope. Before I say that. Okay. There's one right above it. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Fade Alvarez comments on those rumors about a recent test screening. Uh, this is two days old. Okay. So. Yes, so I would let the studio announce the planned release, but we played it a couple times. There was someone online who said it didn't go well. I don't know what screening he was at. It was amazing. When you test it, you get a score, and it scored as good as Don't Breathe 2, which I think is better than Don't Breathe 1. So that tells you something. Doesn't tell us shit until we've seen Don't Breathe 2, buddy. That doesn't mean... (laughs) It's scored as good as this movie none of you have seen that I'm saying is better than my movie, which... (laughs) I don't know. We'll see. He continues. It started just as Evil Dead started. Us thinking, what can we do with this character and this franchise? A lot of respect for the legacy of the first movie. But we're aware there's a new audience out there who might not love it or doesn't know anything about it. So we need to make sure that they can enjoy it as well. That's how the story was crafted. With a serious lack of promotion up to this point, it's been easy to forget that a new take, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, is on the way with the Fide Alvarez-produced Texas Chainsaw Massacre, set to be a sequel to Toby Hooper's original classic. We have been been promised. We have been promised Old Man Leatherface and the return of Sally Hardesty. Two teases that have us very excited. Don't give a flying fuck. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't give a fuck about this movie. I don't think anybody does. I mean, Fide Alvarez's name is the only thing that even gives me a little bit of interest. I mean, Old Man Leatherface. Okay, we've seen that. We've seen that in other franchises, and we've seen that technically in this franchise, too, with Texas Chainsaw 3D. So you're going to bring the original chick back? What the fuck? Who gives a shit? That makes no sense whatsoever for them to run into each other again 40, 50 years later. <sighs> Whatever. Fucking Texas Chainsaw, man. That, that, that franchise has tried to redo itself so many times. There's just nothing left to do. Sorry. Oh, where was the fucking article that I was just talking about? I fucking scrolled past it. Where is it? God damn it. It's about Chronicle. There it is. Okay. Sequel to found footage movie Chronicle in the works. It's the next generation getting those powers. So this is about a week old now. But uh, yeah, Chronicle came out, was it 2012? Uh, that's one of the maybe four or five found footage movies that I genuinely enjoy. That uh, Chronicle might be my favorite, actually. Uh, I loved that movie. So, yeah, we never got a sequel. I was always curious, what the hell? Because Dane DeHaan went on to do a lot of big things. Michael B. Jordan went on to do a lot of things. Granted, both of the characters are technically dead. But, I mean, that was a movie that would just, it's just prime for a follow-up. It literally ends off with one of the characters saying, I'm going to go off, I'm going to find the origins of what's going on with this stone and figure out how we got these powers. There's your sequel right there. So let's see. Let's see what they got in store for us. Speaking with Forbes this week, producer John Davis revealed that Chronicle 2 is currently in the works, and this time it'll be presenting a fresh point of view. What the fuck does that mean? Chronicle was literally the best return on investment any of my movies ever made. Chronicle we did for $12 million and it grossed $126. Well, then why the fuck did it take you this long to do a sequel? Then it had a huge afterlife and syndication. It's one of the most financially successful movies in my stable. 
We're working on Chronicle 2 right now. And I think it's going to be great. They always do. He continues. We're working on it at Fox. It's going to give us a chance to tell the story in a different way. We're going to tell it from the female point of view. God damn it. Let me finish the fucking paragraph before I go off. It will have been 10 years since the event happened in Seattle, and a lot of it's going to deal with fake news and real news and cover-ups. More interestingly, it's the next generation getting these powers that are corruptive. These are young women just finishing college. They are empowered, and this is their journey. I mean, what a new and interesting story you can tell there. No. God damn it, man. You fucking set up the sequel at the end of the first one. Why aren't you just doing that? No, let's just tell the same shit over again, but we'll have females because that's going to make the movie fucking different. I'm so over this gender swap bullshit. Ladies, for however many of you are listening, like, am I on a fucking island here? Like, I understand the whole, like, we got to get more representation. We got to get more besides just, you know, white males leading movies, whatever. I get all that. But wouldn't you guys want your own franchises Want your own movies? Well, don't you want to start from scratch and build something great rather than them just saying, oh, well, let's just take this shit that's already been done by men and we'll just put women in there and we'll just, you know, that'll be our excuse to say, hey, female empowerment. I, I just don't fucking get it. I mean, this this literally reads almost exactly like that fucking announcement whenever they were talking about Black Christmas 2019. Where it's like, what are you guys doing? Oh, we're going to have strong women. Okay. and And what? Well, that's all we got so far, but we'll keep it posted. That's literally all they've said here. We're going to tell it from the female point of view. It's the next generation. These are women just finishing college. They are empowered, and this is their journey. Why are they empowered? Because they just got a degree? I mean, literally, they're empowered because they're going to get fucking superpowers, but I just don't get it. I, I I don't get this whole thing where it's just, hey, let's put... Let's just swap genders, and that's enough. It's not fucking enough. It's not enough. If you want to put women in the story, that's fine. But you have to have a story that you're putting them in. You don't just start off with, we're just going to tell it from the other point of view. Then it's the same fucking movie. How is it going to be any different? Here's the story of Chronicle. Three people get powers. They start to realize that they can do these things. They have fun with it at first. One of them goes way too far, goes off the rails, and two of them end up getting killed. Switch that to the other point of view. What the fuck is going to change? Oh, we got powers. Holy shit, this is a lot of fun. Let's record it. Let's do some crazy stuff. One of them realizes they can do way too much, probably becomes a gigantic bitch and becomes the, the fucking bad guy by the end of it, and one of them has to kill her. There's, like, even if you brought the guy, the, the remaining character from the first movie back, clearly he's not leading the movie, or they would say that. They would run with that. They would lead with that. Even if he comes in as a side character, you're still setting up the same exact shit. Where he's going to come in at the end and be like, no, don't kill her. I went through this 10 years ago. And we're going to be like, oh, my God, it's that guy. Oh, fucking. I was excited, too, when I read that. I was like, Chronicle 2. Oh, yeah. And then I just, uh, whatever. I'll just go fucking watch the original. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Like, you're gonna, you did that with Ghostbusters. It didn't work. You did it with Ocean's Eleven. It didn't work. Like, just start a new franchise. If you want to have female superheroes, then fucking do it. 
You can do that and be awesome, but start it and do it your own way. Don't just take something that was already done and just say, oh, just, oh my God. All right. I'm fucking ranting too hard on this. Uh, motherfuckers. All right. That might be it. Let's see here. There's a review for Don't Breathe 2. I don't want to read that. I want to walk into that blind. No pun intended. Um, that might be it for right now. All right, guys. Well, let's see. 32 minutes. Um, let me check Facebook and Twitter one more time, see if there's any stragglers. Oh, I actually got two messages, so we'll do these first. All right. Caillou Pettis. Hi, Cody. My name is Caillou Pettis, and I am a professional film critic and journalist, as well as the author of the upcoming fictional horror novel, The Devil's Doom. I have been writing in the entertainment industry for over six and a half years professionally, currently working on a nonfiction. Okay, is this a question or is this a sales pitch? Um, okay, I don't think this has to do with the Q&A thing, so I'm going to read that later on. Cyrus Smith, directly messaging you so that all the other fans of what I'm going to ask don't bombard you if you say no on the podcast thing. Are you ever going to review Rank Supernatural? I know it's a super long series and some seasons 12 and 15 are fucking trash, but season two through seven is top tier television and I know you watch the show. No, I'm never going to review it or rank it because, um, well, I won't say never. If they come up with some like revival season, maybe I'll have caught up by then. Um, I missed the boat on that one. I loved Supernatural. I was a Supernatural fanatic. Uh, I jumped on board with Supernatural whenever they were, um, whenever season five had ended. Uh, I got onto the show and I kind of binged the shit out of it and got caught up. So I had been watching it uh, live on TV from season six onward. And I think it was season 10, whatever season, whatever season ended with Dean becoming a demon where he opened his eyes and they were black. That was the last episode that I ever watched. And it was because I got with Holly and we started living together. And so any show that I was on, I kind of started to bring her into it, catch her up to speed. And we started rewatching supernatural. We got up to like season six and a half and then I don't know if she lost interest or what happened, but we kind of just fell off of it and stopped watching it. And we, uh, she never got caught up. So I never got, I never felt like it was, I had a chance to really just jump back into the show. Cause then she'd be lost. And then before I knew it, there was like six other seasons. Um, but no, I had, I kind of wanted to get caught up before they ended the series. Um, I even bought the box set. I still haven't watched any of them, but, uh, no, I, I missed the boat on that one. So it, it would only have made sense to do a review or a ranking right whenever that was the topic, whenever the show was ending and everybody was looking for it. If I did it now, it would, there would be some people that watched it, but it wouldn't be worth watching, you know, six, seven seasons of 24 episodes. Uh, that would be a fuckload of time for a couple thousand views. So not to say that I won't get caught up on the show, but I definitely won't rush through it or, or put a whole lot of workload into a video. Cause it just, it doesn't make any sense. All right, guys. Well, that's going to be it for this one. Um, I'll edit this. It's only 35 minutes long. I'll edit this and, um, get it out. This might be a one-off. This might be something I do later on. Who the fuck knows, but I was bored. Thought it might be a cool idea. Nonetheless, Keep your ears peeled. Can't say eyes because we're not on YouTube. Keep your ears open for the next What's in the Inbox or maybe some other episodes of podcast stuff. I'm, I'm still kind of brewing some ideas, but just been very busy lately. So uh, thank you guys for the questions, and I will see you next time.